This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Please welcome Drew Barrymore. She's an Emmy-nominated actress, and um, we've all come to love her in the addicting, super binge-worthy show, Search Party, which is like just so hip and cool and fun. And uh, you can also see her playing John Cena's girlfriend in a movie that's gonna make you all super LOL, which I don't know about you, but comedy is my medicine. Um, it's called Vacation Friends. I hear it's kind of naughty, too, which I'm really into. Take a look. Get comfortable. Oh, and if you guys are worried about privacy and you want to like get really kinky tonight, we're extremely loud. I don't know what these walls are made of, but you seriously can't hear anything. Okay, listen. Ah! You're not gonna believe this. I just screamed in there. <laughs> Please welcome Meredith Hagner! Here's a fun fact. We actually did a movie together yeah. um, many years ago now. Many. My, uh, my first anything. Really? I, yeah, it was my first movie. Okay, like, it's called Going the Distance. <laughs> uh, I did it with uh, the actor Justin Long. There's the poster. And we have a clip, so let's take a look really quick. <laughs> You're gonna wanna put this on your hands, especially under your nails, unless you like want your hands stained. Right this way. Okay. Enjoy the photo day, Soleil. A really huge role. By the way, you're really funny and dismissive and like perfect. I hope the director, Nanette, like was so gracious to you about your beautiful performance. I mean, it was like my first line in anything. And so I tried to like not make a meal out of it, which I think is one of the harder jobs when you have like one line, which I had a lot of years of being like the person with one line. But I think I came in and I was like, where do you think my character's coming from? They're probably like, probably the desk. Right. <laughs> like, no, like, I mean motivation. You know, like, what's her story? What's her relationship with her mom? You know, they're like, you literally came from the desk and you're here to serve a very real purpose, which is to give him cream for his hands. <laughs> okay, so you and your husband, Wyatt, yeah. um, 
You just had a baby seven months ago. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. How was it being pregnant during? That's my husband, I know. Isn't he so cute? He's really cute. He's such a great dad, too. He's a good egg. Really? Oh, yeah, he's so great. I guess you don't know going into it. You're like, I hope you. But he was like second mom. I mean, the baby was actually kind of, he was so, he was like baby whisper and bonding so well with the baby. And then the baby found him funnier, which I was like really personally offended by. Um, but yeah, he was, he was so, he's such a good dad. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And okay, what was it like being pregnant during the pandemic? I, I think pregnancy is so intimidating. It's such an interesting thing to stay in your own lane and not look at how other people are doing it and be like, it just, for me, it was the word I kept saying over and over was just surrender. Like just surrender because there's no, you never know. It's a, just, we're all living in this unprecedented time and being pregnant through it, you're like, this is just, just release, surrender. And then, um, yeah, I had to do, so the movie Vacation Friends, I shot it when I was like up to eight months pregnant. Really? I know, you during the pregnant in that at all. Well, in that shot, I was eight months pregnant. They like wrapped a thing. It, there's, it's a fun Easter egg for the audience to try to track like a 40 pound weight gain between scenes. Um. <laughs> I mean, what strength <laughs> during a pandemic, working Thank while you. you're pregnant. Thanks. These are Herculean efforts. Hey, thanks, thanks. Yay! It feels so good. Now, you and your husband um, actually met the way that your in-laws met. Yeah. So your husband is Wyatt Russell, son to Kurt and Goldie. <laughs> oh, my God. And they met on Swing Shift. Yeah. What was it like to actually have a model of love with two people we've all known to come and admire so much? Well, it's so funny because I think just knowing them, I kind of forget who they are because they're just, just such down, I mean, everybody says that they're just the most down to earth, cool, fun, normal people. And they're just such, they're an amazing couple. So of course, that's always nice to, Look at. And you got married at their house, right? We did in Colorado, yeah. And it was a theme? It was kind of. I wanted it to be like a barefoot type backyard barbecue. We had barbecue, it was very chill and fun and it was the best night. It really was. Sounds like a Western fantasy. It was, it was Western. It was, there was a lot of cowboy hats. Okay, now one of the things I really want to do this year is mm. how the pandemic uh, changed me or prompted me to do something that I would have never done otherwise. And it did something for you and Wyatt. You guys uh, maybe got in a car? Yeah, we have a van. We, we lived in our van for a chunk of it. Um, and I grew up backpacking, so I used to do a lot of, I did like a chunk of the Appalachian Trail, and so I've always been like a camper. And, um, and then we got this van, it was the greatest thing we've ever done. It's been so fun. Um, okay, so Vacation Friends, yes. I'm super excited about it. It's a comedy, we need that. Yeah. Can you tell me a funny, or like anything about John Cena? I'm so obsessed with him. I, he's the greatest person ever, and he is totally like an anomaly. You've never met anyone like him. He's like the, he's brilliant. He's, he looks like, you know, he's strong. And he's one of the smartest people, like between setups, he'll literally be like, I'm like, you know, you have like 10 minutes and I just sit there with my jaw unhinged, like scrolling Instagram, it's super depressing. And John's like, I just worked on my Mandarin and, and uh, played piano. And I'm like, what? <laughs> He's literally like one of those people, like, you know people on set where they're like, I just taught a Pilates class. And you're like, huh? They're like, I just ran five miles. You're like, what? He's one of those people and he's always bettering himself and he's so wise. He's, he gave me a lot of really great advice and he's just one of the all time greats.
Well, another show that you're on, Search Party, mm -hmm. is like, I mean, it is like the it show. People love, respect, binge, <laughs> Like, they, what is it like being a part of a show that's so, like, highly regarded? Well, you know what's so funny? Because we've been doing it for, like, five seasons now. And it's just, a, it's, we're all truly good friends. And it's, it's one of those experiences where I know I'm going to look back on with such gratitude because it's so special. Um, okay, congratulations on Thank that. You. Okay. We're gonna go um, to a quick commercial break. Okay. And when we come back, I'm really excited because you're gonna give me some tips on something, which is I'm very passionate about. Please tell me. We're gonna talk about how you can like do some cool interior stuff on the cheap. This is my happy place. Don't me too. go away. And your tips are really good. This is gonna be great. <laughs> What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Vacation friends, Meredith Hagner. I'm clapping for myself. That's embarrassing. I'm like, I know, right? Um, well, something that you're into though yeah. is my biggest passion, and I actually want to become your student right now. You're going to take over the show and lead me through your process and teach us all a few things. I feel like we're Chip and Joanna, but <gasps> we're, but I think we're both Chip. I'll be anything you pick, <laughs> and I'll be the other one. Okay, uh, I'll, let's just both be Chip. Okay, great, Okay, two chips. <laughs> two chips is better than one. All right, um, when you're shopping online, it can get intimidating. I yeah. now do a lot of online shopping because as thrifters, yeah. you would have to go to the actual places, and I still do, but there's new online opportunities like never before. Yeah. So like when you're looking online, what are your tips? I feel like I like to get a sense, I feel like you can, learn pretty quickly if someone's crazy on email. And I like to look at the photo and then kind of peek behind to see if something's really disgusting and be like, I'm gonna pass. Upholstery, just don't go there. Because there's a 98% chance you will infect your guests with bed bugs. Um, <laughs> and so yeah, I like to just get an email sent. I always bring a friend because you just don't know what you're walking into. Do you ever like haggle? Oh, all the time. For I'm a price? Big, yeah, big haggler. But do it on email, because you don't want to be there with someone like, someone's dog growling at you, like, how much? No, you know, just don't. I just <laughs> haggled my way, like, uh, I just, I'm surprising Ross with his new dressing room today. Ooh. Um, and I fully designed it, and I went into the store, and I haggled the guy down, and it just, it feels so good. It I'm does. so, like, I know they're looking at me like, I know who you, you know, just, I know. <laughs> I know they're looking at me like, oh no, you are not haggling <laughs> me. But I'm like, I am a lifelong thrifter and that is part of the this deal. This is part of the gig. <laughs> Don't you feel powerful when you haggle? All right, we're gonna okay. go, oh, 
over to a little setup, and Chip, you're gonna take us through it. Okay, Chip. All right, Chip. All right, Chip. I'm so excited. Um, so your show really helped with this, obviously, but it's pretty incredible. So a fun thing to do yes. is take, like get vintage fabrics. Yes. Really easy to turn it into like a little pillow like this. This is all vintage fabric from Craigslist. And then also you can do, I'll use it either as like a tablecloth sometimes, little runner. Yep. Little yep. runner action. Yeah, like a nice little sort of burlapy thing can add a lot of texture. As you see, this table is sort of like threaded and glossy, but yeah. the burlap changes that, it calms it down. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, what's the next item? Okay, next item is a lamp. See this lamp? Yes. It was like 20 bucks. It was oh, very dated. $20. $20. And um, it was a kind of lamp where you'd be, you'd be like, ew, why would anyone put this in their house? But paint it white and then change the lampshade. You could either do like a black matte thing, which goes with this vibe, or you could do something kind of colorful and, you know. Really impressive, and yeah. I really love that shade. <laughs> it's giving me like that dome shape. Imagine this at night, like all moody. I, I love this. Okay, uh, what's the last item? This side table. So this was like a $20 $20! Yes! This is the thing. If you're not the handiest, just enlist someone in your life to do manual labor for you for free, but you take the legs off, and then you take these cylinders from Home Depot, chop them up, Glue them to the, it sounds really, this is, and people are like, what? No, no, Meredith, what? like I'm, I'm literally freaking out right now. Isn't you don't cool? even understand. Here's why. If you show the before picture, you've changed the actual architecture of the table. Instead of the legs being at the corner, yeah. you've inset them. Yeah. And that actually will give you more depth. Exactly. That is really impressive. Okay. Okay, I, God, I mean, you are just, you are everything and more. I, I love am, you. I am inspired. I, you know, you're my chip. You're my chip. I'm going to see you out and be like, chip. <laughs> oh, everybody, thank you, Meredith Hagner, and be thank sure you. to watch Vacation watching and you want to be super on point, you watch Search Party, all right? And that'll be available on HBO Max, Meredith, Chip. Chip! We'll be right back. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Coming bonus content. You have garlic? I have garlic right here. Look at how I'm gonna do it. I don't peel them, and then I get the knife and I smash them. Why I do this? Because garlic speaks to me through. Garlic talks to me. 
and garlic tells me, Jose, I don't like to be burned. I don't like when the oil is hot and, and my body gets punished. So what I do is I break them a little bit, but then the skin is protecting the garlic and this way the garlic never burns. Ooh. Would have never guessed. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. medalist Tom Daly was spotted crocheting at the Tokyo Games this summer, the world went crochet crazy. And lucky for us, here on our show, we've been crochet crazy, that's right. Because it all started with our next guest. Crochet prodigy Jonah Larson has been a friend of this show and mine since the very beginning. Do you see that? That's he and I during the pilot. I just loved and respected him so much and we became very close and he first captured our hearts with his amazing crochet videos, but more importantly, it's who Jonah is that really inspires me. Here's his story so you understand too. Jonah Larson, oh, he is such an amazing soul. And he's the crocheting phenom, taking the needlepoint world by storm. Dude. Jonah and I met and we became fast friends. Look, remember back when we could hug? Jonah's wise beyond his years. He authored his first book at 11 and he helped create a new library in the Ethiopian village he was born in. Thank you, Joa. we love you. He is an inspiration to me, and I think we have so much to learn from him. He's so knowledgeable, too, and he has great taste in movies and TV. He's so well-read. The award-winning, life-affirming, cross-stitching Jonah Larson. For the first time in two years, I get to see him in person. Please welcome my dear friend, Jonah Larson. I'm so happy to see I'm you. I'm so glad to be back. Oh my gosh. This has been such a long journey. It is, and before we get started, I have to start this how I always start with, hello, crochet friends. Well, what did you think about the crochet world hitting the Olympics and like Olympics X crochet? It was so cool to see Tom Daly, the gold medal winning diver, crocheting because it really brings crochet to a whole new generation of younger folks and it shows that it's for everyone, not just a grandma hobby, it's for men and everyone else included. And I think maybe crochet might even be an Olympic sport one day because of the hand dexterity needed. No kidding. Well, of course, 
Um, you know, I was watching Tom Daly the whole time thinking of you, and um, he knew that you were gonna be on the show today, so he has a message for you. Oh, wow. Hi, Jonah, it's Tom Daly here, Olympic diver, but also fellow stitching enthusiast. And I just wanted to say how awesome I think you are. One, your designs are amazing, but secondly, you're just incredible and you're so fast and able to talk at the same time as doing all of those stitches and the way that you speak so eloquently about it and how much happiness and joy you bring to so many people. One day, I hope I'm gonna be able to meet you and we can have a little sit down and we can have a stitch, I can knit, crochet, we can all have a little lovely time. But in the meantime, keep doing what you're doing. I think you're awesome. Um, crochet away, friends. cool when I won 20 blue ribbons at my local state fair and I'm rethinking that. <laughs> That's pretty baller that Tom Daly is saying. That is super cool. Your theme, your term, crochet away. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I wasn't expecting that. Okay, uh, so a big part of who you are, um, you know, is that you give back to meaningful causes and recently you completed a big project in Ethiopia and can you tell us about it? I'll start with a little origin story and backstory. So when I was six months old, I was adopted from a very rural area in Ethiopia that didn't have a library, science lab, or a school altogether, really. And I've been working with thousands of people, um, and you too, because you helped me. Built, and I was able to build a library that services over 2,000 students. It has 3,000 books. And I've also been able to give them a science lab. And now they received an award called the Federal Medallia for academic excellence from the Ethiopian government. So such a big change. I mean, Jonah, you were adopted in Ethiopia. And like, what is it that makes you be the kind of person that says, I want to give back to that community? Well, I have to give the credit to my mom over there in the mint shirt, because she's the one. There she is! Hi! And um, I heard that you also still have some big plans for the school as well. The school's received an award for academic excellence, but it's still not up to hygiene standards yet. And they have a outhouse that doesn't meet their needs and it's not good for those children. So right now I'm working on building latrines for them so that um, t um, females, they can have their privacy so that they can attend school all the time and get a good education. And you have a GoFundMe and you have a I have GoFundMe on my go. website, jonahands.com. And I've already raised 1500 for this part of the project, but I still have 5500 to go. Okay, well thank you for bringing the awareness and attention to everything that you do, Jonah. Now back to crocheting, we have a few audience members here. And I'm so excited to introduce a new segment we're calling Crochet and A. All righty here, we're gonna go to our first question. It's to Carmen. Let's see, Carmen. There you are, Carmen. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi, Jonah. My question is, I'm trying to get my daughter into crocheting to get excited to crochet with me. Is there a go-to project that you can tell us about that uh, for beginners? The project I would recommend is, um, it's actually a hat pattern that I made. It's a pattern from yarnspirations.com where you can find it. It'll be up on Drew Barrymore's website. 
And it uses a, <laughs> it uses a chunkier yarn, so that way you can use a bigger hook and it goes faster. And it's also easier to start for a beginner, so I recommend using that hat to start with your daughter. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. Next, we're going to Natalie. Hi, Jonah. Hello. Um, so I love to crochet, but I really want to get my husband more involved. So how can we get more men involved in crochet just in general? You know, the best way to answer that is who just sent the video over, Tom Daly. So that just shows you that it's for everyone. And so that's my take on it. Thank you. We have one last question from Kelly. Please stand up. Oh, hi, Kelly. How Hello. are you? Hi. Hey, Jonah. Hello. So my question is, how do you combine your love for crocheting with your love for giving back to others? The way I do that is by using my crochet to raise money for causes. For example, I sometimes make items and then auction off a blanket, and however much money it raises, I give it to my charities. And then other times I do events with organizations, like just recently I did one with an organization called Hats and Mittens, which gives hats and mittens sets to kids in need in Minneapolis. So there's so many different things you can do to combine your love of crafting and being a fiber artist with giving back, and I make sure I just do that every single time I stitch. Excellent, okay. Thank you guys Thank so you. much for your thoughtful question. Um, that is um, just so wonderful. Okay, now, Jonah, before we go, I just want to say that um, our show wants to give you the remaining 5500 for your GoFundMe page, which will complete the money you need to complete this Thank you so much. I want my That's going to help a lot of kids in Ethiopia. I just need to let you know that. All right, thank you, Jonah, so much. We'll see you soon. I love you. And we'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Did you know that nearly 80 billion pounds of food is wasted every year in the United States. And yet 35 million people in America, including 10 million children, are suffering from food insecurity. So what change is possible? Well, our next guest, Andrew Gooder, shows that anyone can step up and take action. And she says that she has saved $5,000 worth of food on a daily basis, daily. Okay? And for the past 22 years, she has done this and she has no intention of stopping. So please, everybody, give a warm welcome to my new hero, the amazing Patty Peck. Hi, Patty. You saved it. So excited to meet you. I have been so excited. Look at, like, it just says it on my notes. I love you, Patty Peck. 
so I'm just gonna tell you in person because I've been waiting to say it to you face to face. Um, I would like you to teach me how you got involved in this mission. Well, one day I was grocery shopping in my local town and uh, I was going to the service desk to ask the girl a question. And while I was standing there, she motioned to a young boy and said, take those three carts and throw them in the dumpster. They were beautiful cakes and bread and packages and everything looked so nice. I said, wait a minute, you're gonna throw that stuff in the garbage? I said, I'll run it up to the homeless shelter, at least somebody who can use it. And she said, oh no, there's laws about that. You can't take the food. I said, listen, could you give me the name of the guy that runs this place? Because I was so angry. She gave me the guy's name, I went home, I called the guy. And he was very receptive and he said, wow. He sa so I said, you know, I don't understand why you don't donate this food. If you're gonna throw it in the dumpster, why not give it to an organization that could use it? He goes, why don't you? And I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, I have 11 stores between here and there. Pick how many stores you want and fax me your driver's license and your, and your car insurance. So Is I did it. Is this in like 1981, faxing? 1999, oh. I started. I'm old school, so yeah, me too. you got so, my heart pumping with the fax machine. So uh, I faxed him all my information. Two days later, he calls and he goes, okay, you're all set for tomorrow. I said, okay. I went home and I said, what am I gonna do with all this food? So I got in the yellow pages. The Salvation Army. Again, the yellow pages. Patty, you are speaking my language. I'm, I'm old, honey. No, I love it. Oh, I so love I you. Said, uh, I called all the agencies that I saw in the phone book. So I said, how would you like to have a free food delivery one day a week? And everybody, nobody said no. So I got a book, a composition book. There we go. Oh, I love, I, I still have those too. Okay, and then I, I, on each page I wrote Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and I made like a route. I just love you, Heidi, so much. You are just such an inspiration. Now, how did the pandemic affect you? I haven't, I, I didn't miss one day in the pandemic. Not one day. Thank you. I mean, Patty, I want you to rule the world. <laughs> um, you certainly are the matriarch of your family. I know you have, um, you know, a daughter and a grandson who are your deepest joy, but they're in Florida right now. Um, have you seen them? It's been a month. Um, you know what, um, I think we're gonna uh, give you a little message from Enzo actually right now. I'm gonna share it with you. Hi Graham, you do so much for everyone and I wanna give you a big hug. I'm the luckiest kid to be your grandson and I hope I get to see you soon. Love, Enzo. Can I get a tissue, get a tissue. Thank you. Um, Patty, um, may I ask how that makes you feel? I'm lost without him. He's my only grandson, and my daughter's my only child. So uh, her and I were always really close, but he's just made everything wonderful my whole life. Patty, That's all it's about. You just do so much for other people. I mean, you just take care of everyone around you. And because of that, we really want to give you $5,000 to get to visit your grandson. 
Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, Patty, I'd like to ask you, what is one thing that I could do to take care of others better? What's your advice to me? I don't know. I think you, you already have the empathy. I can see that, you know? And, you know, to tell you how I, you know, started this, just a couple of, one quick story. There was a girl that I serve. I have a bunch of single parents. So I got one girl that has four children. And I pulled in her driveway and I was bringing them food. And her little daughter was standing at the top of the driveway, hysterical crying. I said, what's the matter, honey? She goes, mommy said, if you didn't come today, we had to eat toast again for dinner. And this is somebody that lives next door to you. See, this is what I like to tell people. You know, you don't know what's going on in somebody else's house, okay? And, you know, when you hear that somebody lost their job or something, cook some brownies and bring them over there. You don't know what the situation is. You know what I'm saying? All right. You know I got mean? the takeaway. I love this. Thank you so much. Um, thank you, Patty. Thank uh, you so I love much. you. And we'll be right back. Thank you. Thank That's you so the takeaway. I love it. We'll be CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. news stew full of chunky good news bites and with me at the desk he's a one pot wonder it's Rossi <laughs> Matthews yes. oh Drew you know how much I love you look at all us. I know is you're the best partner anyone could ever ask for we are the new Cagney and Lacey <laughs> bring it all right let's get to our first news story we're going to talk about moving on from a breakup it's so hard and it hurts so Oof. bad and even worse it's um when your Instagram looks like the wallpaper of your ex-life yes. and um, best life reports that the dating app plenty of fish found one-third of daters say that they delete all photos of their ex off Instagram after a breakup it's called sanitizing and for many people it's very cathartic just ask JLo because she recently scrubbed her Instagram of every last trace of a rod did she really she totally derotted her, <laughs> her she Instagram? De yes yes really? yes and I would like to know, Ross, is your Instagram free, X-free? Uh, no, no, it's not X-free. This is going to be a complicated conversation because I believe, you know, your exes are part of you. You know, whether you like it or not, they become part of the fabric of who you are, like a tattoo or Nacho Bel Grande. They just become <laughs> part of you. And I don't think you should sanitize your Instagram. I'm in the relationship I'm in now, engaged BT dubs. Thanks so much. Wellington! But I am a fully formed man who knows a thing or two about life because of my past relationships. I'm so grateful for them. I completely agree. I just remember, there's one I did erase. Yeah, no, there was one. I shouldn't have done it, but you know what you did and you deserved it. So sometimes, I think, I think we should all aspire to not want to 
to do it, but every once in a while, you know they dogs and they deserve it. Well, I think also maybe you want to scrub your Instagram, but just don't allow your partner to try to make you scrub your past because that's not uh, that's not possible. That is the preach, preach, Drew. Thank All you. right. Well, moving on can be hard, but it can also be a cause for a major celebration. Listen to this; you're gonna love it. Uh, you know how people put those signs on their lawns to celebrate something big, like graduating high school or a birthday? Well, local ABC 24 in Memphis reports people are putting out lawn signs to proudly announce other things, like their divorce. <laughs> Take a look at this. You can have a lawn sign. <laughs> Finally divorced. Yes. You can celebrate anything you're super proud of. Uh, happily divorced there. Sky is the limit. So, Drew, if you put a sign in your yard today, what would it say? Well, I didn't have to when it came to my divorce. The New York Post did that for me. Oh. Um, <laughs> so thank you for taking care of that one. And yeah. my sign today would actually be, I don't know how it's possible to be this happy. Oh, that's a good sign. It's true. And listen, there were so many days that wouldn't have been my sign. I fought so hard uh, for that to be my sign, but it really is. Mm -hmm. um, all right, Rossi, by the way, what? in our studio audience, who I saw standing outside, who? I spotted a woman. There she is right there. Wave hello. <laughs> Hi. Who is this? What's your name? Hi, my name is Amy. I'm a teacher from New Jersey. And um, what did we bond over through the glass with no words, like in a romantic French I film? Um, I just got my Drew Barrymore tattoo. No. So. Oh my God. And I have one son named Drew. Being weird, does it have, it, is it a coincidence? Mm, no. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, I've been a fan forever. I also have your Oscar dress. Oh. <laughs> Wait, which one? No, I, I won it, um, you put it up for auction SPCA like 20 years ago and I oh, bid like on it that when you went to, with Ed Norton. And I won the dress, I spent my entire paycheck on it, and I wore it around my apartment for years. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is that crazy? Um, <laughs> you need a better payoff than just this moment. Oh, my gosh. Um, you, like, maybe you want to come on the show? Oh, my God, yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yes. Um, I, I want you to come and uh, co-anchor the news with us. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yes, yes, yes. It's an oh, honor God. to meet you. Oh, Welcome to the you. team. Yes. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> All right, for next. Great news for anyone who likes to sit at home doing voiceovers for their dogs and cats for their own amusement. You know you're not alone. The Washington Post reports that many pet parents pretend that their furry family members can talk and they even have developed very specific voices for them. Some say their dog sounds like Cookie Monster. Uh -huh. and, or like a concerned old German man. I sound like Heidi Klum if I try to do a German accent. In, in fashion, you're either in or you're out. <laughs> that was good. Thank okay, you. and then there's even like a fancy sort of French person. Watch this. Okay, check me out. I am serving Dalmatian Vilnius. Cruella would love this one. 
I feel like an elegant llama, but don't worry, I don't spit. <laughs> that dog is like, by the way, super famous. Yeah, with, yeah. Oh, so. yeah. Let's look at your dog. Oh, so I have three dogs. Take a look. And I have thought about their voices. These, um, so Audrey's in the front and she's a lady, so she sounds like, well, me. <laughs> um, in the back, in the back, that's Pa Earl, and he's a dork, so he's like this, like, I'm a dork. And then Selena's in the middle and she's like, kind of gruff like this, because I think she used to be a smoker before I adopted her. <laughs> Love it. And finally, our next guest <laughs> is a recent college grad from a small town in Tennessee who always dreamt of living in New York City. And this spring, she finally got her big dream, only to find out that it was really tiny. Real tiny. We're talking <laughs> 72 square feet tiny. Wow. And she took that micro apartment and transformed it into a cozy and colorful home that immediately went viral on TikTok. I am so obsessed with her. Please welcome Via Hendrick. Via. Oh, how are you guys? Hi. Okay, so when you first came to New York City, your dream started right then and there. Why? Why was it New York that you wanted to live here? I came here for the first time with my parents when I was four years old, and we did the classic New York trip, pizza, bagels, Broadway. Oh, there's that beautiful picture of me. Oh. And in that exact moment on the subway, I turned to my parents and said, look, I know I'm four now, but I am going to move to New York City. There's no way you can stop me. Um, I'm gonna be there. And I've been saving since that time. And now I'm here. Now you're here. You're living in 72 square feet though. I gotta ask you, you, you don't have one closet. You don't have two closets. You have zero closets. Now I haven't been in the closet for a long time, but I know <laughs> that they are important. How do you approach the, that issue of storage in such a small space? First I cried. Yeah. And then after I realized that I did have to actually tackle the issue of not having a closet, I decided I kind of wanted to dis display the things that would normally be in my closet, like my clothes, which are my prized possession. So instead of keeping it all hidden away, it's on display. And anytime anyone comes over, they always look at my clothes, which I really love. I would love you to give us your top three take home tips for anyone working with a small space, Via. Definitely. Well, my first tip is to use your vertical real estate to the best of your abilities. And for me, that was hanging all of my purses on the wall. And in doing that, I was able to display my beautiful purses and it keeps the clutter away from the floor, which is a huge part of living in a small space. Second tip, floating shelves. You cannot go wrong. It keeps that clutter off the floor. For me, it was displaying my beautiful shoes, um, which I also didn't have room for on the ground. And it ended up working out so perfectly for me. I love that your stuff becomes your art, Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. And you can see it. Mm -hmm. what's, um, what's number third? three? Yeah, third tip would be to use decorative bins, which is a really specific tip, but for me, because I don't have a lot of drawers, no closet, I needed something pretty to be able to put my items into. You can find these at your local hardware store, you can DIY them. I love using the vertical space. I think that's a real takeaway. Mm -hmm. We think a wall is a wall and we don't see it as much more than that. Maybe you hang some art on it. You're literally giving it storage. I love this. Function, yeah, vertical real estate, writing it down. Yes. Thanks so much. Thank you so much, I really appreciate it. Thea Hendricks, thank you so much for coming on our show today. We love you. Thank you. All right, we'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, welcome back. It's almost time to go. But before we do, we love to leave you with a little something to take on the road with you. And it's something we like to call it, do it, Rossi in the doggy bag. Ruff, ruff. And today, it's a handy kitchen doodad. That's right. It's functional and chic. It's the bamboo magnetic knife holder. And for under 20 bucks, I think wow. even some places sell it for less. Wow. Some are more, you know, depending on who's selling. And uh, you can get this low-profile magnetic strip. And um, talk about, you know what? This is, this Via would approve. I was just going to say, talk about a space saver. You just put this on your wall, magnets, your knives go right there. So cool. It's, um, it's vertical storage, such as Via just taught us about. And I have one at my house that I am in love with. I, yeah, that's right. Do you see me? That's me in my new kitchen that I'm renovating as we speak. And I bought that and I put all of the knives that I have on it. That's so great. I need one of these for my little kitchen here in New York because I don't have enough drawer. I have like one drawer. I also think it's really beautiful and decorative. Totally. Can I have this one? Thank you. Yes, you can, Rossi. <laughs> Thank you so much to our audience who might be watching at home or on the go or wherever you are. We are honored that you choose to spend time with us. We want you to have a fantastic day. We want you to take all of this goodness with you, and we hope we get to see you soon. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.